Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we combine a love of talking about movies and TV shows with not a lot of actual knowledge about movies or TV shows. I'm your host, Joseph. With me is my co-host, Christian. How's it going? So we're going to hit you with some of the news from the last week. The first thing coming out of Hollywood is they got a, a new Aquaman trailer, an extended trailer. Yeah, it's like, very long. Is it like four minutes? I think it's five, five minutes. I think it's five minutes long. But it looks really fucking fun. It looks like a ton of fun. Uh, I watched it with my wife. And she was really into the underwater parts. Yeah. She didn't dig the land parts so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily the opposite. I just really dug the land parts because it all had black mana in it. And he looks so good to me. That's fair. Um, I really like this trailer, though. I'm still not sure about the actual laser beam effect. That's fair. But I really like the costumes. Yeah, it's very good. And it does look like it's going to fall into what you had hoped this movie was. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, kind of Indiana Jonesy. Mm-hmm. Like, they even had, like, the puzzle piece in the old, you It know, looked very Indiana Jonesy. I, the orange costume was the best part It looks me, good, man. It looks, it works. And uh, Jason Momoa hopefully can pull it off. I know you and I have both shared our worries. Yep. Concerns about his acting ability. But yep. it's, it doesn't seem like they're asking a lot out of no, Jason Momoa. It, it seems like he's, he's supposed to be, like, uh, approachable and bro and... You know, it's it's kind of what a normal guy would be in is thrust into this situation. Do you think he's going to be able to pull off the king part? Because right now he's not king, and it seems to work fine. Reluctant I, leader hero. I mean, look, I think he's only going to have to be about ten minutes of king in this movie. In this movie, but um, going forward, going forward, I don't know. But going forward, who knows if this fucking DC universe is going to exist? That's fair. Listen to our last podcast. Maybe yeah. you find out. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm, I'm uh, was initially like when we first heard about this movie and the casting, I was like, "Oh, it's a good cast, it's a good director. I'm excited about it." And then some of the early stuff came out, and I was like, "Oh no, this looks kind of cheesy and bad." Yeah. But now this new trailer extended thing is out, and I'm back on board. I want to see this movie. I want to give them my money. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. So, I hope it's the birth of the new DC universe. Like that's that's a lot of weight to put on it, but I, it doesn't have to be all of that. It just needs to. It just needs to be like fun and enjoyable and a solid two hours at the movies. Not ones where I feel like I need to see my therapist after it, which is what the previous movies have been. It's, it's dark and depressing. I, every time I come out of a DC movie, I just think this is the dumbest piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I could tell my therapist that. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I wasted three hours of the movies. I saw Batman versus Superman this week. Uh, and now I'm wasting an hour and two hundred dollars <laughs> telling you about it. Um, next up, we got the uh, uh, still shot out of the Mandalorian, the D- John Favreau Netflix show. No, it's Disney streaming service. I don't know why the fuck I can't remember. We've talked about it like the last three weeks. Yes, Disney Plus. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't, I don't remember know. what it's called, but yeah, it looks awesome. That's yeah, the one shot was great. The one thing we were everybody, I feel like we at least all of us were concerned about it, even though they had like. 10 million dollars per episode mm-hmm. it's still really hard to make a good looking show yeah for 10 million dollars like for, for i mean it's just hard to make a good looking television show on a television budget but i mean they 100 percent just looked like a real world and so i'm i don't know i'm i'm, uh, I'm really excited they also announced some some director yep. uh information i think they had uh taika watiti which is a shocker to me but yeah is it I just, would you imagine Takawatiti directing a Star Wars TV show about a Mandalorian? It seems oddball to me, but I'm really pumped for it. So I, I guess that's my question. Is is this like a really serialized thing where we just follow like a one character who's a Mandalorian? Or is it kind of more in the vein of a lot of the other things that they've been doing where, you know, they have, I don't know, side characters and side plots and that kind of thing? I think there could be episodes like that devoted uh-huh. to that stuff. But I mean, the title of the show is The Mandalorian. That's true. And the tagline was like, lone gunslinger roaming the 
outskirts of the galaxy type thing. So it feels like it's, I don't know if it's going to be necessarily serialized, but it feels like it's going to be pretty isolated on this character. Hmm. What's some of the other directors? What are the more directors? Well, I, I know one of the other ones is uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think you'll get to see her in this one, but maybe That's you a will. Damn shame. It is. Um, I don't know. What, who were, the, were there other ones that uh, were notable people? So, Alan Taylor, maybe? There was... From Game of Thrones? There was definitely... Rob Marshall, one of the Game of Thrones directors. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one. I feel like it's one of those two, because I know it's one who's directed, like, several episodes. Uh, I think it's Alan Taylor. It is. It, it might have been Alan Taylor. And uh, then John Favreau. I, right. I think there was maybe f- between five or seven. Mm-hmm. And most of them were pretty notable people. Uh, I don't know. This shows. I'm ready for it. It looks like everything I want it to be. It's it does look good. Good creative team. The first picture, like the armor, looks awesome. And like you said, like it, it looks like it looks like Star Wars. Like yeah. it, it looks like a Star Wars movie. It looks like a Mandalorian walking around on Tatooine, and it's just it's what I want. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it too. Uh, one of the other things that came out this week, I don't know where this movie came from because I hadn't heard about it at all. But uh, the trailer for Vice came out with Christian Bale and uh, Sam Rockwell. You hadn't heard about this movie? No, I had oh, heard nothing about man, this movie. Man, the moment I heard about it, I couldn't wait to see it. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, it's uh, made by Adam what's McKay. It? Adam McKay, whose last film was The Big Short. Um, same writing team, I think. But they basically made a film uh, about Dick Cheney. And uh, how he basically was running the country while George W. Bush was president of the United States. And starring Christian Bale, who's put on like 100 pounds. Uh, Amy Adams as his wife. Steve Carell as... uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. And the best casting choice, which is Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. Phenomenal. It's so good. Uh, I love the trailer. It looked like a lot of fun. It was so funny because like when I first watched the trailer, it took me a little bit because the mannerisms... But like, and I think it's just natural for Sam Rockwell. But mm-hmm. the, the 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 like the voice takes in the physical mannerisms for Sam Rockwell fit George W. Bush so well yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. like, "That's not George Bush. That's <laughs> not, no, no. I know who that is. It's yeah. another famous person." But I really like. I was like, "Oh, this is it, it's just it fits so perfect." He 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 looks like a young George Bush. He does. There. Like, uh, I mean, young. You know, for when George Bush was. Yeah, I mean, president, they, but, I think they've got some prosthetics and yeah. hair things going on. But I mean. But you're right. Like his voice, because it's, it's Sam Rockwell's voice with like a Texas accent. Yeah. And his mannerisms are things I feel like I've seen in other Sam Rockwell movies mm. that just apply so perfectly to GW. Absolutely. Um, Christian Bale looks pretty intimidating. Absolutely. As, he looks super menacing. Yeah. As Dick Cheney, which is appropriate. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward. I like the big short a lot. And so I'm excited to see this movie. I mean, has Adam McKay really like struck out on anything? That you can think of? No, I guess even like his all of his comedy movies are like well-made movies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I can't think of anything bad. I mean, he kind of helped write the first Ant-Man movie when Edgar Wright left. So that's kind of a, it's like a red mark. It's like an yeah, asterisk. It's, it's kind of a Frankenstein of a, of a movie. Yeah. So I guess it's not really his fault. At least we can say it's not. So yeah, after that we got uh, we got another trailer for Into the Spider Verse or Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Looks so good. Animated movie following Miles Morales meeting uh, Peter Parker from another dimension. But as we found in this trailer, a lot of other people from other dimensions, yep. a lot of other spider people and animals. <laughs> so we had uh, Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Spider Gwen, mm-hmm. Spider Man Noir, mm-hmm. Spider Porker. Right? The pig? Is that what his name is? It's something along those lines. Yeah. I know what it is. I can't remember what it is. And then what? John Mulaney, I believe, is the pig. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is Spider-Man Noir. Mm-hmm. 
What's his face? Is Peter Parker? Uh, Guy from New Girl. Yep, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Good, good pull. And then Haley Steinfeld as Spider Gwen. Oh, that's appropriate. Yep. Uh, I, I love that trailer. Every everything we've seen coming out of this movie looks incredible. Yep. yep. I'm excited. I don't know. I'm saying that a lot about a lot of these movies, but it looks like we have a lot of good movies coming. No, out. absolutely. I mean, we're we're hitting that time of the year. We're hitting, yeah. On, on a, just a personal side note, I saw that because um, I knew we were going to have to see more movies for this podcast. I was looking at that the AMC Movie Pass thing. Yep. And I found out that it has like a three month minimum for Ooh, when you first start out. Yeah. But now that we're like we're I want it to carry me into like January because I feel like I'm going to see a lot of stuff. From, like, November, December, and January. Yep, for so Oscar I'm, season. So I feel like if I time that right, it might actually be. I was thinking about the exact same thing about signing up for it. And, yeah. And my wife made the exact same point. She was like, well, you need to make sure, like, you need to see what the minimum is and at least get you through December to January time frame. Yep. So uh, I think I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm, I might. I mean, in the coming weeks, that might be a thing. But yeah, no, it's the 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 Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I don't, you know, I, I just I don't know how much kids are excited about. I imagine that all kids would like this. Mm-hmm. So I suspect it will make a bajillion dollars. I sure hope so. I don't know if they would make a, a sequel to it um, because it just it seems so self contained. Yeah, but I'm really, I, I really hope they do i hope it does a lot of money i hope they make a sequel because i love the animation i love that they're using miles morales in this format one thing that stuck out to me in that trailer is like all the like nods to classic spider-man mm-hmm. moments um even from the movies you have the upside down kiss you have the train sequence from spider-man 2 mm-hmm. like there was some um, really cool spider-man moments and what i thought like lego batman movie was going to be for batman and that's yeah. just going to be a ton of references and, and it didn't really like knock it out of the park for me yeah this looks like it well because it, it looks more like not not I, I don't i don't hate lego batman it just didn't live yeah. up to the expectations it was both intended to be kind of a, making fun of a batman story but also like you know it is a batman story yeah and i feel like it leaned too heavy on the making fun of and not mm-hmm. enough on and i feel like this one is it's a spider-man story but it also is is you know i mean it, it's pulling from elements of, of a yeah. lot of other spider-man story so I, I think the focus is correct on this one and i think that'll that'll work to its benefit it's gonna be good i'm, I'm gonna, excited about yep. it so uh chronicles of narnia is apparently getting a, a netflix show yep apparently every fantasy work we can think of is getting made well into a TV I, I, you show. know uh, we know that amazon is is potentially working on a lord of the rings yeah thing so i feel like this is and look i mean I don't feel like Chronicles of Narnia ever really got its, I don't know, not its due, but I don't feel, I feel like there was more potential to be mined there than the movies. Oh, yeah, I would agree there. Um, I am not a huge fan of the books. Yeah. And I'm less of a fan of the movies. Yep. Um, To me, if you were, if you said, hey, you know, what's a good introduction to fantasy? And yeah, I mean, obviously, C.S. Lewis wrote Chronicles of Narnia, and there's, you know, the uh, allegory in it is blatant. Yes. Heavy-handed, some Heavy, might say. Uh, and that's that's where I probably fall off the horse, because I, I would say Tolkien did it better with Lord of the Rings. Sure. And uh, so, and, and the movies just aren't great. You know, mm-hmm. they only made, I think, three. They did mm-hmm. uh, Lion, the War- Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and Voyage of the Dawn Traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, there are four more books that could have been made. And so I think it definitely sets up where if you're going to do... A TV show, you could do a book a season, and uh, it probably will play pretty well. Uh, I feel like Netflix has kind of turned a corner a little bit in their their um, original programming. Yeah, I feel like it's been. It seems like there's some good stuff coming out, and, and we have in the last 
six months to a year. Since Cloverfield Paradox. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> that, was, that was the low point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. We'll talk about it more a little, little later this week in, in the things that we've been watching. But yeah. I've, I've been pleased with their quality of content lately. Um, so yeah, no, I, like I said, uh, it's it's definitely, I, again, I feel like it's very reactionary to the, to the Lord of the Rings yeah. thing. But I mean, I feel like it's also the other big acclaimed fantasy universe yeah, for that's sure. out there that that you know needs to be adapted or, or can be adapted. So Amazon announced they were doing a, another one as well, and I, I name is slipping my mind. So it's like they kind of each have two, and that Netflix now has The Witcher and The Lion, The Witch yeah. and the Wardrobe, and Amazon has Lord of the Rings and whatever the other one is. I, I can't remember, but it does feel very reactionary. Yeah. So other than that, we we just wanted to mention. I guess kind of a box office surprise, at least to us. Uh, I it can't be that surprising because Ian's been telling us that it's like beaten pre-sale records. But Venom made eighty million dollars. A this ton weekend. of money. So much money. I think we at one point even said we thought a Star Is Born was going to. I better. said that on yeah. record. <laughs> it looked so bad in the trailer, and I I haven't seen it, but I'm still going to say it's probably pretty bad. I have heard it is better than it looked in the trailer. I don't believe it until no, uh, not like not like on a genuine level, but on like it's it's an, an it's entertainment. Good, it's on an entertainment value. Fair enough. Uh, but apparently, it was exactly what audience wanted. Audiences wanted to see. So maybe we actually will get that Woody Harrelson carnage. Turns out we might, which is okay. Yeah, I guess. that's the part I want to see. Yeah, it's something, man. But uh, but on that note, uh, speaking of Stars Born, it, it made forty one million dollars. I don't know how much they made that movie for, but I mean that's a pretty good pull. I for, mean that's pretty good for like a rated R, like kind of like Oscar baity movie. I yeah. think it didn't seem like it would have like huge appeal. I don't know that I know a lot of people that were like really excited to see it. Yeah, except for us, right. But, <laughs> Listen so, to our fall movie preview, <laughs> goddammit. We were pretty stoked about it in that one. We were. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, well, that, that's actually what our, our topic is going to be this week. So uh, Christian and I both have some opinions on it. And maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe if you listen in, it'll, it'll affect whether you want to go see it or not, too. Um, so that's it for the news this week. Uh, tune in a little later this week, and we'll uh, give you our review of A Star is Born. See you later. See you later, guys.